no. Like that would be where I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's past my bedtime. I got to go. And then I log off forever. So uh, <laughs> that's Thank actually that's surprising actually... to hear from you. <laughs> I know. I need like an air horn. I've never heard the inflection in her voice go up when she says that. I like how her week was. Oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, some, <clears throat> some general annoyances have happened, but I just brush those off now. Um, so the other day I went to get my hair done. Um, we were actually here recording this previously um and my hair was completely wet and I was getting it dried at the very end and of course my stylist looks at me and says oh no (laughs) I I can't let you leave like this I'm like I'm running late to something I've already been in this chair for two hours please let me leave and she's like oh I have to put something else in your hair I'm uh, uh, and then her face. It was really just more about the pure panic in her face that was really reassuring. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, never good. No. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go back over and, and put some more shit in my hair. And she does, and she keeps apologizing. And I'm like, lady, honestly, this is so fine. Like, I'm like, this is no sweat off my back at this point. Just let me leave. So <laughs> I left with the wettest hair. I looked like a wet poodle um, when I left. And but a very cute wet poodle. <laughs> Like the boy poodles go, <laughs> exactly. I just want to say, if my hairdresser ever said, "Oh no," in real time to me, that'd be my thirteenth reason. Like then and there, I've had enough hair trauma to last a lifetime. Yeah. Well, then I looked at her and I knew she was like really getting frazzled because her next appointment was there, and I was running late to something. And I was like, honestly, this is fine. I will blow dry it at home. It's not the big of a deal. Um, but and so she was very appreciative, and that made me feel good. So, um, you know, it was a circle of events (laughs) but on a brighter note i went to uh, a fun party yesterday because one of my films got into a film festival hey talk about it oh (laughs) yeah um so it was my first ever producer uh credit for a short film so i filmed it last december um and i just went into a couple of film festivals, including the UCLA Fest. And we had a big party on the Fox lot for our film, The Studio Assistant, plus 19 other nominees. So it was a really fun time. Hell yeah. Snaps for you. Did you have a fox trot on the Fox lot? Oh, (laughs) yeah, I did. I I hid in a soundstage for a minute and I was just Mm. practicing my fox (laughs) trot. I got the choreo I actually heard that's the requirement to even get on the lot is you have to show a really good fox trot. It is. The the security (laughs) guard was hard but fair. They usually are. <laughs> Can we also appreciate Katrina? Is we are we're all well. Rachel's been here the longest. We'll let her laugh this one out. And I've been here two years. Rachel or Katrina, how long have you been here? A year and a half. <clears throat> That's very soon to have your first producer credit. And I just say we're very proud of Katrina. Yes, yes, Katrina. we are. I've been here five years. To answer your question, as of yesterday, yesterday she's, she's the elder among us. Just kidding. No, I'm not. In Los Angelino times. Oh, yes. For some context for the listeners, we are all from Michigan, different parts. We didn't know each other in Michigan. We magnetically found each other when we moved here, (laughs) as uh, Michiganders tend to do. Yeah. Uh, It is true. It's a weird thing how we all kind of just find each other. But yeah. yeah. Because we need each other. Because we hate the Angelinos. <laughs> it's it's that Midwestern pessimism that just draws us all together. It's something. It's, it's, something. it's like forced manners or the bad accent ac- accent or something. Uh, my ex, someone just says pop or ope. And we're like, where are they? Like, Our people. <laughs> we have said ope at least 17 times in the last three days. And every time oh. I just keep calling it out. I'm like, ope. Yeah. Ope. It's like a, it's a full-fledged word to me, though. It is. I don't think of it as anything it's a full-fledged out of the ordinary. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all you need. It is the Michigan survive. cherry on the cake. Mm. Mm. The Traverse City cherry. Yeah. Michigan I love that. In the root beer float pop. <laughs> yes. Wow. So, I love this. How was your guys' week? I had a pretty decent week. Um, <laughs> it sounds like, sorry, just to interject for a second. It sounds like that one scene in Freaky Friday where Jamie Lee Curtis is asking Evan, her like client, how his week has been. He was like, this week has been. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> which one of us is the therapist and which one of us is the one in need of therapy? We're all in all need of All of us. Yeah. Yes. Mark okay. is the therapist. <laughs> 
Sorry. To put Ask us how we feel about this. Um, so I had a pretty decent week. I had a, a vocalist audition. I, I'm mainly an actor, but I sometimes I sing too. Um, <laughs> and I had a this audition I was prepping for for like two weeks. And it was like a big, um, you know, like a whole bunch of songs with lead vocals. And I had to also do backing vocals for them and backing vocals for all the guy songs. So it was like really excited doing a whole bunch of prep for it. I did a bunch of vocal coaching, et cetera. Night before I couldn't sleep till 7 a.m. Showed up and only two, one of the three male vocalists showed up. So it was him and the two lead vocalists, females, me and the other girl. Um, the bass player did not show up. And the horns were told that they would have sheet music and were not given anything. So they were guessing at what notes they were supposed what? to play. And they were good musicians, but they were still guessing Aww. nevertheless. So <laughs> the mix in my ear did sound like my middle school band class at times. <laughs> and then... The other thing that was crazy was this other girl who was auditioning next to me for lead vocals. We sound identical except for our vibrato. Hers is a little bit like wider. Mm. And so while we were mic checking, I hear my voice. I'm like, I, I am not <laughs> singing right now. What's going on? That's and weird. I'm like, oh God, oh, oh. And uh, I'm like, oh. And like, I let her finish the phrase and I'm like, girl, listen to this. And I sing the same thing and she's like, oh God. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like we have the same exact voice. So like, they obviously put us together for that reason oh. to like, you know, either us against each other or see how we'd blend. Uh, that's the worst part <laughs> yeah. about auditioning is just that concept. I was telling you how last week, was it last week? Probably. Let's go with it. Um, I had that callback. And mm -hmm. as I was walking out, I mean, this is the most cliche thing ever, but I have never met someone who looked so much like me. As I was walking out, the next girl to audition, or not even audition, for the callback, was walking in and I was like, oh. yeah, my twin. Uh, identical hand twins? <laughs> <laughs> Identical body twins. <laughs> but you put a lot of effort into that audition, so you I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you snaps yeah, as well. They're yeah. proud. Thank you. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist with when it comes to auditions. I just like, oh, yeah, you prepare are. everything. I really, no, I really, she knows. Uh, yeah. I really <laughs> We couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's like, I will not be memorizing a word. I'll be reading off the camera and I'm actually going to wing everything. And I'm breaking out in hives as she says this. <laughs> I wing everything, but hey, it works for me. Yeah, both styles. the only way I yeah. work. Both styles gotta, work for you guys. got to... Go your own way. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. And that's what makes us fun. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So my week was actually okay as hey, well. look at us. Um, I'm trying to remember what I did, but I know that we did do that Harry Potter night mm -hmm. at Idle Hour. Yeah. Um, which was a little bit of a letdown, a but mm -hmm. mostly because it was so freaking hot. I mean, this past yeah. week has been like 100 degrees every day and even at night. Um, so we went to this Harry Potter night at this bar and they had like themed Harry Potter drinks and stuff. We got a drink called the Polyjuice Potion and it yeah. was like tequila and like melon and pineapple and shit. Cause I wanted to be someone else. Don't we all? Yeah. Um, we got the Polyjuice Potion. <laughs> she wants her Freaky Friday moment. Yes. Um, and people were dressed up cause I guess there was like a costume mm -hmm. contest beforehand. I mean, we got there fashionably late as we always do, but um, so we're there the and queen then- is never late. Exactly. Um, so we got to see some fun costumes. Yeah. There was one person that was, I think, dressed up as Hedwig, yeah. which I thought was brilliant. That's the owl for okay. you, non-Harry Potter folk. Like, no, full offense. But when when you say Harry Potter at Idle Hour, my brain takes an Idle Hour. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, I just clock out. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm listening, then, though. I'm listening. But then after that, we all we were only there for a little bit. Yeah. Then after that, we went to Desert Five, had a great time. It was still 100 degrees outside, yeah. um, <laughs> but we danced the night away to 90s country music and mm. just were sweating profusely, but yeah. it was still fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. That pretty much sums up my entire week, <laughs> even though that was only one night. But I think I just did a lot of auditions, and I was, you know, just in a time warp. So. Yeah. I think that's pretty good considering the last five weeks we've been trying to record this episode and have had like just zero luck. We've had a lot of bonkers things happen to yes. us. So we're turning. We're coming out the other end. Yeah, we are. Yes. A little worn down and humbled, but here we are. Um, we are still we're, we're diving into 2004, is it? We yes. Are, right? So yeah. this week we are talking about a Cinderella story. And yeah, that came out in 2004. We should specify the Hillary Duff version. Yes. Because there's like 5,000 of yes. them. Yes. Well, oh. yeah. The one that came out in right. 2004. The iconic. The iconic. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> the only. The only. The one and Acceptable only. Yes. Cinderella story. And I mean, let's talk about this time. This was like the peak of human existence is, yeah I, mean, I would say so yeah last time I felt happiness <laughs> right a uh, little fun fact Lizzie McGuire was ending in 2004 so this is when she's like now mm. becoming her own actor uh, making her own like 
stamp on the world as not a Lizzie McGuire character. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So, I mean, timeline, it was probably the best part of all of our lives. Yeah. So that sounds right. Fourth grade for me. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do the math, but uh, older than that. Um, so also things that were happening in 2004 to set the stage of the, the time that we are at when this movie comes out. Um, Jennifer Aniston and Jude Law were both voted sexiest man and woman res- respectively uh, alive during that period. That so sounds right. I don't does. think much has changed, to be honest. Honestly, no. <laughs> um, it was a big year for Jennifer Aniston. She was still with Brad Pitt. But they are about to break up. Um, and oh. Friends is ending during oh. this period as well. So big. Wow. Yeah, it was the end of an era. Tumultuous real. time for the culture. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're Everyone's like <laughs> hanging on the edge of their seat. I'll be there for you, my ass. <laughs> Where are you now? Where are you? <laughs> and then also some fun pop culture. Uh, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline were together and they were becoming a thing. Well, I. Wait. Married. Oh, because I read. Where is it? Hold on. This is interesting. Maybe this was the same year, though, because I don't know what month this was. But um, I found that in 2004, Britney Spears married high school friend Jason Alexander. Mm-hmm. And then it says not the Seinfeld star for, an <laughs> enti- to be like- for nearly, nearly an entire weekend. And then in parentheses, Aww. 55 hours. Give yeah, their best shot. Um, all right. So other things that are happening during this time. <laughs> Uh, Ashley Simpson was caught lip syncing. Yes, I uh, have that too. And uh, finally, Napoleon Dynamite made everyone obsessed oh my God. with tater tots. Okay, but I... speaking of Napoleon Dynamite, listen to this shit. Napoleon Dynamite, so the movie, had a budget of only $400,000, and John Heater, who played Napoleon Dynamite, was paid only $1,000 for his role. $1,000 to become an icon. It was this a SAG film? It was like a super independent, like student-esque film. Like it yeah. was. I mean, I can believe that from the quality, but that's still crazy. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine being paid $1,000 for yeah. that? Poor, poor guy. Oh man. But you know what? It was a, it was the right choice. Yeah. I mean, it launched his career. Yeah. That ended well, very soon. Did he do anything after that? Yeah. Benchwarmers. Bench okay. He did some other things. Uh, I don't know. Um, another thing, 2004, yeah. Janet Jackson's right breast was exposed by Justin Timberlake during 2004's Super Bowl halftime show while they sang Rock Your Body. Fun fact. And boy, did they rock her body. <laughs> I remember watching that and it got blurred because it was on national television. And I remember watching Super Bowl and everyone was like freaking out. And I was like young. So I'm like, whoa, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Like, it's just a dance. Like, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. Uh, oh, I did immediately. I was like, yeah what i was pretty dumb i was not there alive i don't know what i was doing probably Hmm. playing with horses (laughs) (laughs) probably speaking of like television and shit um some major shows that were on during this time like the top biggest shows csi american idol desperate housewives csi miami Without a Trace, Survivor, Grey's Anatomy, Everybody Loves Raymond, Monday Night Football, and Two and a Half Men. Mm. Idol was so... Oh, huge. I remember rushing home from dance just to catch American Idol. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. Oh. And Housewives was a huge like phenomenon. Like yeah. I was too young to watch it, Me but too. like everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Terry Hatcher was like a really big deal at that point. I mean, she was before, but... Yeah. Um, some music, uh, number one hits of 2004, Hey Yeah by Outkast. Hey Yeah. We were just playing that in the studio. Yeah, we were. We right, um, right, the right, Way right. You Move by Outkast as well, which is one of my favorite songs ever. Um, yeah by Usher. Yeah. Burn by Usher. Uh, so many good Thank ones. You. I love Usher. Me you too. Usher. 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 He ushered in some good music, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. I will never forget that Yeah song because I went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually really young and my family went on a family vacation during the spring break period in um, like a huge party town that we didn't realize near the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, so we're staying at this resort and we, my, me and my brother, who's four years older than me, were not allowed to leave our hotel room because of <gasps> all of the spring breakers and like their, you know. Their R-rated qualities. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember just hearing this song from the pool and being like, I want to go out by the pool. Aww. And I couldn't until it got dark and my parents would be like, all right, now let's run to the car so we can go see the Grand Canyon because like we weren't allowed to like leave our hotel oh, room. Oh, baby eyes. <laughs> Gotta shield them. No. 
And look where you are now. I'm a full-fledged adult. Hooray. At one point, I made yeah by Usher my alarm clock sound because it was the only thing that could get me out of bed in the morning. Like That could get me like hype enough. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. That brings back memories. I once had SOS by Rihanna, Mm. my alarm Mm. clock for like an entire year. And do you want to bring up that song? Because the beginning is jarring. It got me out of bed immediately because it was like, bam, da, 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 da. It's like it takes you back to the ringback tones when you call somebody. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I played a lot of Good Charlotte to get out of bed in the morning. Ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like very Freaky Friday of you. Yeah. Even though it's not, it's not Good Charlotte playing in the beginning, but, but it's, it's you know the same Good Charlotte esque. Yeah. I have My Chemical Romance right now as an alarm to get me up. Ooh, Ooh. I just I, have the have iPhone generic. I have existential dread. Oh, so pop right out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have it? That beginning, bam. I feel like I'm at the mall with that. <laughs> or now it could be anywhere. It could be CVS and that's yeah. just playing. <laughs> On the throwback station. Yeah, no, everywhere I go now. We were at, uh, where were we, Vons or something? No, what Pavilions yes. the other day. Mm-hmm. And all the songs were <laughs> absolute bangers. It was like Hillary Duff playing. Yes. Actually, oh, it was. Dancing down the it aisle. It was so yesterday. So yesterday. Yeah, no, it will get me yesterday. to stay longer in the store. Absolutely. I'll just loiter so I can hear more bangers. <laughs> <laughs> you go up to the thing. manager. Oh, do you know what's next on the playlist? <laughs> <laughs> can you come up uh, pieces of me, please? Thank you. <laughs> I'll be in the chips aisle. <laughs> I'll go buy some more stuff if you play it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so speaking of Hilary Duff playing in pavilions, should we get into the actual yes, movie? Let's do it. Um, okay, so to be clear, we watched this movie together, but we are not allowed to talk about it while we're in the same vicinity. So imagine us just watching this movie, Cinderella Story, in silence and viciously typing into the notes on our phone. Complete silence. It was just so t- tense t- in that little room. <laughs> like, But we're all just like... Within the first two minutes, we were all like like struggling to keep up with the notes that we had. And it was like still credits were still rolling. And I was like, oh my God. So what is a Cinderella story about? Tell us, Katrina. Well, that was the boomerang effect. <laughs> and Katrina, back to you. Take it away. Well played. <laughs> all right. So the Cinderella story is... a about Cinderella, um, but in <laughs> is it about Cinderella? <laughs> but a, a modern take on uh, the typical Cinderella story from the nineteen twenties. No. I don't know what Cinderella. You're doing about. great, sweetie. Keep going. <laughs> Let me get it out. Sorry. Okay. So it is the same story. So it is the 2004 version um, where we have our gal, Hilary Duff, um, and she has two evil stepsisters um, and an evil stepmother because her dad died. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Within the first five minutes I'm, of the I'm movie. Joking. It's also like 20 years old. So. And we'll get into how I think this is all her fault. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is my reality dang. talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so uh, she goes to a big school dance um, instead of a ball and she is masked and she has a one true love-esque type of situation. Not, sorry to clarify, not COVID masked, like <laughs> eye masked. Eye masked. Yes. A masquerade, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Well, just her. Yeah. That was her choice. Yeah. <laughs> the, the man is completely yes. bare face. Right. Right. <laughs> Everyone else is like her and what's his name? Carter. Right. They're both just like, we got to wear masks. (laughs) Everyone else is basically wearing a name tag. Like, this is who I am. (laughs) But she is not. And uh, she gets scared and she runs away and she drops her cell phone instead of a slipper. And the rest of the movie is Prince Charming, a.k.a. Austin Ames, a.k.a. Chad Michael Murray, is trying to find who his princess is, uh, similar to the the classic Disney version. So, yes. So... Uh, yes, the lost Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right off the bat, my first little note is because they're talking, it's her as a child, right. and they're, she's talking about how she lives in the valley of LA. And I quote, she says, It only looked so far away because of all the smog. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah. It's her and her dad. It looks like they're on like Mulholland or something yeah. looking over the valley. And it's like talking about how magical it is. Mm-hmm. And then it drops that line. I was like, oh, too real. <laughs> yeah, that's very real. I just wrote down that little girl does not look like Hillary. <laughs> Bad casting. No. But that's okay. <laughs> 
Imagination. Exactly. And her dad and her are very tight at the beginning. Um, And he lets her work in his diner, which will become important to the story later on. Anyways, she makes a birthday wish. um, And I wrote down, man, her birthday wish sucked because immediately her dad met Fiona. Like while she was blowing out that candle, her dad met the wicked stepsister and her whole life went to hell. Oh, so did she say her wish out loud or no? Did Is it just assumed that her wish was like to have a mom? I, I don't know. Or for her dad. Rookie to, wish mistake. <laughs> maybe for her dad to fall in love. Oh, what a sweet child. Right. And then almost immediately the scene afterward, there is an earthquake in their house. And the whole reason that her dad dies is because he went to check on Fiona, who was screaming from the other room. So her birthday wish... Ruined her entire life. Oh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> I am speechless, Katrina. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> My notes are not quite as deep. <laughs> you and I are both just like, wow, we love her outfit here. <laughs> well, my next note is, Hillary is the queen of laughing through the beginning of a line. I had amazing friends and the coolest dad. Like she kept saying stuff like that. But um, Katrina's a little more insightful. <laughs> Holy shit. That is... Wow. <laughs> that sucks. I also, I thought that um, when we first heard the voice of her dad, I thought it was Dennis Quaid at first because it had been so long since I'd seen this. It was a real letdown when it wasn't <laughs> Oh, man. We love Dennis Quaid here. Yeah. Yes, we Big do. Fans. Also, yes, they had a joke, do. princes go to Princeton. Usually I'm on board with this stuff, but that one was like, I couldn't defend. That was too much for me. In the dad's defense, he had to make up some bullshit right in that moment when his daughter asked. Yeah. That's true. That's like parenting 101, I feel. Just being able to be like, and I'm not going to explain this right now or burst your bubble, so I'm just going to make something stupid. Just kick the can down. Back to the earthquake thing. Like, like, he could have just brought her with him. And they all would have died. Right. Well, I was like, why would you leave a kid alone in a crumbling room? Why don't you try to get them all out the same time? They tell you that the door frames are the safest place to to be during an earthquake. What? Huh? Because the door frames, they'll like support the the foundation. That goes against everything that I would believe, but that I believe it. Of, that makes sense, I think, right? I don't know what earthquake drills are like because we all grew up in the Midwest, but right. tornado drills were we would go sit in the hallway and cover our head with our hands. So that must be. Because that was going to do something. <laughs> we had to get a hardcover book. We had to get like our math book and cover our heads. Oh, in yeah. So or like all, going to the desk, I think. Yeah. So we'd all just be in the tornado being like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so jump to when her stepsisters are doing synchronized swimming in the pool. And that coach is the true MVP of the entire film. He was hilarious. The Lady Liberty, Lady Liberty. (laughs) That shit cracked me up. I want to know more about him. I want to spin off on him. Uh, Just him? Totally. Well, I wrote down that that moment with those two twins had it was reminding me of parallels of Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement because they with, had like the twins with doing those super broad comedy over the top like shtick. Ding, dang, dunk. Yeah. Ding, dang, dunk. And I'm like, that was also a big trope. I can't remember yeah, a third example, but I know it was a big trope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Fred and George Weasley, Harry Potter. Yeah. That's another example. Just Sorry. like twins doing like kooky stuff. I yeah. I, I wish I had a crickets button in here. <laughs> um, I did have something about that scene too, though. Because um, in the next scene, she's saying the Rhonda person, who is kind of her fairy godmother throughout this, is giving mm-hmm. uh, Hillary Duff kind of that pep talk of saying, um, do things for yourself. Like your stepmom is always making you get up at like the crack of dawn and, and things like that. And I was like, crack of dawn? She was the last one up. Her sisters were already mid swimming lesson. Um, like she, the stepmom was already getting her salmon tan on. Yes, like she was literally the last person awake. What, what time is? Which this? confused me because she also was able. I have a note that says like, what time does her school start? Right. Because yeah, the timeline of that is all very confusing. Yeah. It's broad daylight, as if it's like one p.m. Right. When those twins are in the pool, Fiona's tanning, mm-hmm. and then she's able to go and work, work. like the breakfast shift mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. school before picking up her friend for school right which normally to do that in high school you're picking up your friend at like 7 a.m yeah 6 7 a.m yeah like, like this this has still made me mad since i was a kid i'm like it's always been dark when i've gone to school like my yes. first period was in darkness yes. yes one time i got out of the car my dad dropped me off and i was like good night i mean <laughs> bye like literally like it made me so and they still do this in shows where yeah they're, i get it because of like logistically and whatever but it's and like probably just like tone they didn't want realistic. like night equals yeah. like creepy you know yeah. they wanted something bright and but cheery the, but the timeline of this whole movie is off and we'll get to that more later too but like the timing i've just kept being like what, what is happening yeah like, Going back just for a second yeah. during the synchronized swimming scene, mm-hmm. um, when Duff. Sam, oh, Hillary Duff, yeah. is running out 
and she gets sprayed by the sprinklers. Yeah. And then you just hear Fiona, because um, she's like, we're in the middle of the drought. Why are we running the sprinklers? And then Fiona says, Droughts are for poor people. Legendary. <laughs> That's just a great line. That's all I have to Being say Being from Michigan, though, I never really got what this whole like situation drought thing was because we didn't have to deal with that. But no, because we got rained on every day. I know. But now living out in LA, I was like, oh, this is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so it, it made a lot more sense to go yeah. around. Well, As her- Ali goes outside, he crunches the on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the grass crunches below his little Stop. two pound paws. <laughs> the friction alone starts to fire <laughs> his paws on the dry grass. Oh no. Ali is Rachel's dog, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I wrote that uh, her sister in that first scene got that Lily Moscovich hair because <laughs> they had that really going with like the... Oh, yeah. The twists and the also, frills. Also, those twins look nothing alike. They didn't even have the same hair color. Oh, yes. A foot difference in height. I have this in my notes as well. I couldn't tell whether they were just supposed to be like sisters or twins, but turns out they are in yeah. fact twins they look- and look absolutely nothing alike. They don't even pass as sisters. No. But there's like, like the fraternal, paternal. I don't know what it is. But fraternal. The fraternal. Yeah. But they don't right? look like each other exactly. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, that's just because they're okay. <laughs> that's just because science lesson. <laughs> identical twins are from one egg right. that then splits, right. which makes them identical DNA. Right. But if they're fraternal, it's just two separate eggs all along. Right. Which so would be still... essentially siblings cooking at the same time. Right. So, <laughs> but they don't even pass the siblings. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So they go to school, and the whole there's this uh, underlining plot point of Austin Ames, Chad Malcolm Murray, and Hilary Duff having this IM internet connection. They don't know who each other are, but they both met in this like Princeton chat room. Um, so there's like this overlying mystery of like, who is Austin, well, who is Princeton boy something something? And 69, <laughs> just oh, kidding. Yeah, I think no, it, it was. It's 609, but Which is the area code for Princeton. Oh. And then Hilary oh. Duff's, name which i can't remember uh her is the area code for the diner girl diner girl no 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 it wasn't wasn't. figure that out uh the internet um it's the area code for the san fernando valley which is where she's from oh that's very astute wow wow um one little note that i have this is so not deep all my notes are just like very surface compared to you but this one says the teacher principal lady has butterfly clips question mark i wrote that down too what? I did not write that, that down so at all. so weird. She's a weird character that keeps coming and going throughout the entire Very movie. Weird. Also, I've never seen an uncool kid drive a convertible to school. I want to say that. Also, Hillary Duff is not an uncool no, kid. No, it doesn't fit that mold. No, no. Did you guys notice that throughout the entire movie, she's wearing blue, like Cinderella, except for on the night of the dance, she's wearing white, like Cinderella. Oh, no, I did not Except for that. when she's working in the diner, then she's wearing pink. But I feel like that's like a Fiona's spell on her or whatever. Ooh. I just like to look into like costumes and wardrobe yeah, stuff. No, mm-hmm. I didn't notice any of that, but yeah, that's a good observation. Chad, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Chad Michael Mudface as the Gilmore guys lovingly adore him. <laughs> I just read looking good as ever. Yeah, but he's no also problems like 30 here. playing 16. Um, oh, I wrote down, he was... 22 to 23, and Hillary was 15 during this. Yikes. Oh. Yeah. Are they still doing that? I hope not. I don't know. But that wristband, though. Anyone else clock that? Oh, yeah. I wrote what? that down five times. Oh, yeah. The, the, the black The Nike armband that was doing oh, yes. nothing. Yes. It was doing nothing, nothing. but it was Just doing something. Just in case your right forearm <laughs> starts sweating, it's there. Guys, it was doing something. <laughs> it was doing something, something for you. Stock <laughs> Razzi at 3 o'clock. Oh, <laughs> is that um, the Shelby Cummings line? I think so. Did you realize that she's the same mean girl that is in Freaky Friday? She is Stacey Hinkhouse. Is Hinkow. she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. both S names too. Yep. I kept thinking that her name was Stacy in this movie, but it's Shelby. Shelby Stacy. Also, Carter had a chokehold, that name, on Carter. this whole era. Yeah, yeah I like actually do like everything. that name. Um, so pretty soon in the movie, they are texting back and forth um, on their phones. In mm-hmm. all caps. In all caps. T9, um, by the so way, casual. which takes forever. It does. My, sorry to interrupt, no, but to get to <laughs> what you're about to say, when know? she, well, okay, actually I have two things about the texting scenes. <laughs> yeah. Number one, how awkward was it to shoot all of those scenes that had no dialogue? It's just their facial expressions reacting to what they're typing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just everyone on set <laughs> just watching that? <laughs> it's just their expression. Also, they had to say it so slowly because T9 took yeah. forever. L. Yeah. O. 
L. <laughs> also, this movie is so old. How old is it? Thank you. That she wrote LOL and actually meant laugh out loud. Yes. Like, I was like dying at that. Oh, I'm like, yes, oh that's my God. what she said. Yes. Laugh, laugh out, out loud. loud. <laughs> okay, so back so to the she, texting. So everyone knows what I'm about to say is my favorite line of this entire movie is during this part where they're texting with the VO and they all go to, they go to the same school and they're trying to figure out like who's who. And uh, Chad Michael Murray and his VO is like, oh, what's really curious is why, I don't know what he says, but the science teacher. And then he just goes, Ribbit, ribbit. Yeah, he goes. He goes, Mister, whatever. Mister Johnson's dissected too many frogs. Ribbit, ribbit. ribbit oh, ribbit. okay. My question is this: I know it was a different time, but do we think that these actors felt the cringe that they were obliged to do for these films, or was it just like campy enough that it was like, I wasn't think, a thing yet? I think that is. A, a good question, <laughs> but B, I feel like that's the beauty of specifically Chad Michael Murray, like. He was the king right. of cheese ball. Because it doesn't matter what you give him to say. It's just like, look, look at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just would you look at it? Just look at it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But that was, that was also like the style of all these movies was like really campy. It was super campy. Every, yeah. every Hilary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes mm. movie was so, like the, the beautiful magic trio. Yes. Also, high key, like Chad and Hilary look like siblings in this, I oh. thought. Is it the... Like the sandy blonde, blonde hair, yeah, feathery mm -hmm. hair, yeah, same mm -hmm. complexion. Like, also, I thought Hillary had blue eyes this whole time. Back no, to she our has, like, shallow ass hazel. notes <laughs> compared I to Katrina. Did not notice. <laughs> I did not notice till this movie. I'm like, she doesn't have blue eyes. No, Ooh. hazel. Wow, I did know that because I used to be obsessed with her and read everything about her. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Um, but, so there was a montage of them texting, like in the and on the computer and the chat rooms, and I like the montage felt like it was 40 minutes long. And the second I had that thought. She goes, we've been at this for five hours. And I'm like, yeah, it feels like it. Let's get this going. Why was that so long? I don't because know. he quotes Tennyson to her as like two sophomores or whatever in oh high school. God. And I'm like, no. Like that would be where I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's past my bedtime. I got to go. And then I log off forever. Like forever. <laughs> it did feel to me like a like an acting 101 class where they would finish the scene and then the, the teacher would just rip them to shreds. Like that's yes. where their, their skill level was at here. Ooh, oof, oof, oof. Um, so one of my next notes is when the like mean squad comes into the diner it's and she's too. working there. Mm -hmm. And here's my thing. This is the dinner before the biggest dance of the year. Correct. And they are ripping her to shreds for working at the diner. I'm like, how are you people any better? You are going to a diner and on a whim before your big dance. And he works at a car wash. Right. Right. So like Which why is not like I'm not hating on car washer or diner workers. I'm just no, saying but like they're like, don't, act, don't yeah. act like you're better than <laughs> no. her. Like no. she jokes on them. She's the one making money. Yeah. Well, they don't. I, that's the point is they have rich parents. I think was that common I, in Michigan was Ram's horns a big thing for you guys? It was. What Ram's horn? That was like our diner, like we'd go to like after oh, like shows. Oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, bad memories. <laughs> I've but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what they were doing. So they're all in this booth, and this is the time that Chad Michael Murray picks to break up with his long term girlfriend with five other people present. Mm -hmm. You can say it in front of my peeps. <laughs> <laughs> an hour before the dance. Or you know what? I don't know how long it is because time in this movie doesn't make any sense. Right. But yeah. right before they have to go home and get ready for the big <laughs> dance. So that is the time he chooses to break up with his girlfriend in front of everyone right before they assume they're going to this dance together. I respect it. You got to do what you got to do. And the timing's it's right. It's right. It, well, it's not right. There was five other people. Well, when you're feeling it, sometimes you just need to let it out. <laughs> all right. All right. But I was like, that's a dick move. Also, I wrote, does she wear the same hat every day? And then, wait, actually, I do that. <laughs> I literally do that. Um, <laughs> I take back my judgment. Oh, and then when she, um, wait, where is this from? I have a note that says, OMG, the iconic outfit try-on montage that every movie had during this era. Is that mm -hmm. when she's trying on, oh, she's costumes. trying to find her costume mm -hmm. for the dance. Yeah. Yes, love this moment. It's never overdone. I will live for this moment in every movie. Especially if Lindsay Lohan does it, because she does it so well. She does it so well. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes, she, uh, the scene in Big Fat Liar where they're in like yes. a costume yes. the room. The only thing that bugs me about this particular montage is that like because of the time, like how long does it take to try on 12 different Halloween costumes? I'm like, she's trying to get ready for this dance. 
Like I love it when it's like it's called the have, fun and games era of screenwriting. And you I like need how the full full night costume was a consideration. The <laughs> Did you nice Porky that? Pig oh, where she yeah. is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wrote down, let me guess, her guy best friend is secretly in love with her. And I was wrong about that one. Yeah. Usually that's what, that one's thrown in there, yeah. but they let Carter do his own thing for this one. Yeah. I actually really like that because yeah. it's like, hey, guess what? You can actually yeah. have friends with the other gender. Yeah. But you there know? is no way that he would have been making out with like the popular girl in school. It never would have happened. Mm, he was like heavily masked and she had said that she had had a lot of NyQuil or something. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. And you know what? I'm, I'm wondering. Up on NyQuil. <laughs> well, and I'm just wondering if that was like a, a like a G-rated thing to say for the movie. But right. it's like, okay, if you went to a school dance, maybe they may, they were like the popular kids. Maybe they were all drunk. Well, you he know? also saved her from being like potentially raped. So right. So maybe was she was drunk. He was in a costume and he saved her. Yeah. There you go. Makeup city. There was a scene in this dance where... Chad had a piece of lint stuck in his hair for like a what? good 30 seconds. And I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, where was the scripty? And was she fired? <laughs> her makeup. Was she fired? Because I've been script supervisor and that would not have flown. Personally, I wouldn't let that slide. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? Good for you for catching that. I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, I just have a note here that says, LMAO, no high school guy would ever show up to a high school dance dressed as a prince. They would be dressed in something stupid, like a morph suit or as like a potato or Guy Fieri. Even back then, like they, even back then, I I would stand by that statement. Yeah. Yeah. No, no guy is going to be like, I'm going to be a prince. It's like, no, no, you're not. (laughs) No, you're going to be a potato. (laughs) I'm serious. Guys, let's go. They would all opt for the funny because they're already hot. You don't need to act hot. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that was just funny to me. And then, okay, another thing that I have, when they go outside to that, like, beautiful garden area, which, mm-hmm. like, amazing. That never exists at any high school. But sure, yeah. we'll let it slide. Um, oh, okay. So when there are those musicians there. <laughs> who are not getting paid for this, by the way. <laughs> I was thinking, what a shit gig for a musician to be like, oh, my God. The only thing I did all night was play for a single high school couple. Gross. She didn't even Gross. seem super into it. Like he had to play 20 questions like, to like figure out like who she was. It was definition weird. Definition of starving artist. Yeah. Like you're just emceeing a high school couple's weird moment in what looked like the Twilight gazebo, which I know you guys don't are on Twilight fans, but no. is there a cricket button? <laughs> there was a line that Fiona said about like a $6 pedicure. And I was like, where no where? no no no. she said sixty dollar i think i heard manicure. six dollars no she no, said i was gonna say fiona said i just got a 200 dollars manicure oh, or something 200. and then uh rhonda was like i'll show you where i can put my six dollar pedicure like oh, kick her in the ass yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh oh okay that's yeah. what you're referring to that's all i'm referring to because okay pedicures are expensive in LA. <laughs> yeah i just remember fiona going silver palm trees <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Also, Fiona's had this pink furry outfit on with like the puffy sleeves that looked just like the Mean Girls Christmas show outfits. Oh, my God. Yeah. We haven't talked enough about Fiona. She is really the best, one of the best characters in this Jennifer movie. Coolidge <laughs> is always legendary. With yeah. everything that she does, man, oh, man. She stole the show. Yes. Um, um, they were playing Enrique, I think, Iglesias at this dance, which I was very happy to hear. Oh, They were? I'm pretty sure. I, I shazammed a few things, but I don't know. Oh, I know that they were playing, the musicians were playing I'll Be by Edwin McCain. Mm-hmm. They, which I want to say this movie had a banger soundtrack. It absolutely did. It had Goo Goo Dolls, Bowling for yeah. Soup, I think. Most likely. Yes. Um, yeah, I was feeling it. <laughs> During that scene also, <laughs> when Chad Michael Murray goes, how could I have seen you before? but not know who you are now? Jesus. Great question. <laughs> because the only thing that is covered are her eyebrows. I wrote yeah, down really covering the whole identity there. Austin is a moron. He has no idea who she is. I could maybe see him thinking it was two or three girls, but the entire student body, right. half the women are brunette. Like, this is right. amazing because at the same timestamp, I wrote down, damn, Chad is hot. <laughs> <laughs> also, the scene when they're dancing, when they first walk into the dance, they're all dancing to a different beat. <laughs> yes, because they were dancing in silence. Yes. Yeah. Want to explain what that means to anyone? Yeah, so any- whenever, pretty much, whenever any dance scene is shot for a movie or TV, everyone is normally dancing in silence because the music is edited in and post. So you just you have to- record a character's like dialogue over the sound of music blasting. Right. 
So, so you're just dancing in silence. You can't even be talking. Which I've had to do many times. Have you? Oh, yes. So awkward. Yeah, it's horrible. Especially when you're doing it for like eight hours straight. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, because you will be. Take yeah. after take after take. Yeah. Hours dancing to silence. That's how I feel every time I'm dancing. Even if there's music. Are you I deaf? Just, <laughs> I guess. And like, Socially you deaf. You can't have any noise. So like even like the, like the sound of shoes squeaking, you can't do. So everyone's just right. like... Like really, you can't make any noise, so it's like couldn't be the couldn't be more awkward. It's actually, exactly. ideal. Like I wouldn't want someone talking to me while I'm dancing. <laughs> Maybe you should be a, a an extra, Katrina. <laughs> um, Carter does a mating dance of Zion, and I thought it looked just like the Arrested Development chicken dance. Oh, like, that's exactly what he was doing. <laughs> so that was a stolen bit. I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh my god. Also, oh okay. Why were there chairs set up outside? Like there was a wedding going on. Oh yeah. What were the chairs for? I don't know. Nobody was outside. I feel like that's weird. I don't know. Yeah. In case someone needed to sit. Well, here's what I was gonna say. They kind of look like a bride and groom. Yeah. Right. So maybe they were just like alluding to a wedding scene there, which is that weird. She's 15. It's really weird. Uh, yeah. But I wonder if that was like, I don't, I, I don't know. That's really weird. Um, can I move on to the car yeah. chase scene after that, please? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> when the twins look over at like the stoplight or whatever and see Sam in the car with Carter, um, first of all, hilarious line by Jennifer Coolidge where she just looks at them. And she's like, shut up girls. I love that. Um, but also I just have to say that the car chase took place like right down the street from us. Oh, woo, woo. They sh- showed a couple street signs and yeah. we were like, oh, that's, we live there. We live there. <laughs> walk there. <laughs> yeah, we're there every day. Um, yeah. And I just, I love a good car chase scene, especially when it's comedic and, with Jennifer Coolidge, with that's Jennifer. all. Well, there, <laughs> my only criteria. There was a line that said, "I drive a beat up old car." I'm like, "You mean the shiny, spotless chrome convertible?" She's trying to like talk about how she's not cool. She's like, "I, I drive a beat up old car." I'm like, "No, you don't." A vintage. You're in a convert. Yeah, convertible yeah. Mustang. Yeah. yeah. When did she say that? In the car chase? Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Mine are a little out of order. Who knows? She is literally Malibu I know. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's like a cool And she vintage. tosses her sunglasses to the back of her convertible. convertible. Yeah! I mean, I'm it was such a, a mask, loser. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the mask. With my bleach blonde hair <laughs> and my perfect, perfectly hills house. <laughs> you know who had a great house for being uh, an owner of a, or a manager of a diner? Rhonda. Oh, yeah. Real estate yeah. is expensive. And yeah. she has mm-hmm. a beautiful house. It is true. Hmm. I was wondering, does Chad ever talk above a whisper in this movie? I don't he, think he does. He does not. Hey, Nomad. <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> do you talk above a whisper? <laughs> when Okay, so after after that whole scene, and then um, it's back at school the next day, mm-hmm. and he's hanging those posters like, have you seen this girl? Right. And then the perfect outline of her hair as if he remembered where every hair was lying on her head. Um, and he's talking about like the texts he's gotten from her phone because mm-hmm. he has her phone because she right. left it at the dance. He's like, yeah, I just can't figure out who she is. And he was, he was like, we're calling different texts that she had gotten, which were like pretty vague. Yeah. And then he was like, and then there's one that said, come fix Fryer. And it's like, okay, after all this, so many, so many signs that yeah. she's the girl. Right. But after that, I mean, come on. There's one person they call Diner Girl, and he's run into her several times at her job. Yeah. And Who she looks exactly like his, his Cinderella. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's yeah. not your clue? Why did they even include that? She's a moron, but can we talk about how she is kind of a jerk in this situation? Like, he is obviously, like, they're compatible because they've been talking for months. He is in love with her, basically, because they had this, like, instant connection. And he was not hiding who he was at all. Yeah. And so he is obviously... Like roaming the school, like searching for her with all these auditions, basically not auditions, but like interviews <laughs> and self tapes <laughs> <laughs> and all of these posters. And she says nothing. Yeah. She just lets him mm-hmm. sit in it. And I'm like, this is really kind of a rude move, which is weird. Not to not to jump way ahead, but like that is weird because in her locker room monologue, which mm-hmm. is yes. so great, um, she does say something about like. <sighs> 
I never pretended to be someone I wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well. It's been me the whole time. It's been me. But, but you haven't disclosed yourself the exactly. whole time. Exactly. So. Hmm. But also, in regards to not knowing who she was, like, I think Chad is the living embodiment of if I only had a brain. Like, the sentiment. <laughs> yes. Can you? Can there ever be hot and super smart coexisting? <laughs> Uh, yeah, look at us. <laughs> okay, good point. Uh, actually, actually, Ri- Riley Poole. Riley Poole, National oh, Treasure. Oh, I love that one. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, when she walks back into school for the first time, like when the scene is starting, the music sounded just like the OC score. And I'm like, did they, I was wondering, did they all borrow the same copyright free music or something? Maybe. Also meant to look that up. Did not. <laughs> okay, cool. But Chad also clearly got a haircut in this scene, and I bet he got yelled at for that because <gasps> his hair was shorter and it was supposed to be the next day. Unless that's one of the first scenes they shot. Could be, but again, where was the continuity? I don't police know. here. It's just, it's as they would <laughs> the say, harsh in my mellow. <laughs> it's harsh in my mellow. <laughs> um, one of the for her. cool kids said a line, they were referring to someone like, the freak who hums show tunes. And I'm like, I'll put money down that you are all theater kids if you're oh, acting in this yeah. movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Abs- oh yeah, that's when they're by the pool. And um, Sh- Shelby is figuring out who her Zorro was. Mm-hmm. And that moment where, where where she like lets well i was gonna say let's carter down she like is really mean to him and then he just go he just repeats her k <laughs> that is such a like meme gifable moment do you know what i'm talking about yeah no. i do and then he gets water splashed on his face from the pool oh yeah. i wrote oh, down yes, yes there's a, a banner in that pool scene behind the pool that says frogs do it in the water Oh my God! Enlightening. Thank you. It's a great point, Diana. Thank you so much for bringing that up. I'm sorry. This is a children's movie, basically a preteen movie. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. ribbit. Uh, I was like, that is a, a ballsy thing to put in the back there. When um, Austin lines up all the girls to like try to interview and see who they are, Which one of them goes isn't demoralizing at all. Right? right? I was like, you could not get away with this. He goes. One of the girls goes. I enjoy collecting puka shells and long walks on the beach. I want to know, does Gen Z know what puka shells are? No, probably not. Like, um, that made me really feel old, that line. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It's a very dated Gen Z, uh, anybody? <laughs> hey, comment if you know what puka shells are. <laughs> oh, Halfway man. through the movie, or about where we are, I noticed we're all sitting upright and leaning forward, <laughs> it, like, like really into this movie. But yeah. all at the same time, for some reason. Well, it's also at the point where, I think, is this the point where the, like, sister gets into her IMs, That's which where I'm at. never like right. that pisses me off. No matter how many times I see this movie, I'm just infuriated right then and there when yeah. she like digs through her yeah. shit. First Any, of all, anyone with lock your screen knows. before you leave the room. If you hate your sister that much, who's sitting in your room. Like, I mean, yeah, lock that's that, true. Lock that shit. That's true. They're just so mean and I hate them. Um, but, but when the two girls go up to, um, Austin names the car wash and they're trying to be Cinderella <laughs> And she's like, or he, he asked them, he asked them, okay, if you both are my Cinderella, what did, what did you drop leaving the dance? And the one girl goes, easy, a wallet. And then he's like, no. And she's like, I mean, a wallet purse. And then the other girl goes, oh, a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's one of the best lines. You haven't dropped a fish at a school dance? Wow, lame, Rachel. <laughs> Who among us hasn't? Also, one of the sisters is literally a foot taller than Hilary Duff, and the other one is yeah. a foot shorter than Hilary Duff. And they Duff. both have, like, red brunette hair. Yeah. He's um, an idiot. In this movie, is not smart. No. She, so she gets found out in front of the whole school, um, and she is humiliated, and he isn't, I guess? And that's when the, the climax of the story really, really gets kicking. I mean, it's, like, either a climax or just, like, a total, like... Uh, the downward spiral world comes crashing down moment that's the last 20 20 minutes of any movie yeah Mm -hmm. it is it is yeah that part always makes me sad but then i remember it's just a movie (laughs) (laughs) i noticed that all the mean girls were like freshly lip glossed in all these scenes always i'm realizing all my notes are continuity based but i was just saying like i would not want to be in charge of last looks on this oh no the lip gloss itself probably needed somewhere just like one person hired just for literally they did have a few quick changes during that skit too i don't know if you noticed that well that's called cutting well (laughs) yes normally but like they were putting on a show in real time so their quick changes were like instantaneous isn't that something movie magic (laughs) movie magic (laughs) i really loved hillary's um 
outfit when she comes home from school, like right around the scene, uh, with like the oversized long sleeves, the bell bottoms. That if they were any more low rise, they'd be an, an anklet and a strappy <laughs> book bag. I was just yes. living for it. Oh, those blue sleeves. I just kept looking at she kept making sure that they were like over her wrists and it oh, bothered me she walks so ariana grande could run i know <laughs> that, made, like that. that made you cool i i know but i just didn't like that well, it just it, made it, me like, feel especially if you had the thumb hole to put your <gasps> finger oh, for, sure. Kill for, a thumb for hole. sure but you know how like when someone is like consciously thinking about something like people you read their brain you, like, you the attention goes there yeah and that's where it kept going for me which was uncomfortable um a lot, a lot of my notes are fashion based, but um, they so like the um, stepsisters had this like half up, oops, half up um, like pony look, like kind of mm-hmm. like a I call it like a cheer cheer mm-hmm. look, mm-hmm. and I, that's the exact hair that I do f- for my auditions whenever I have to look like a sixteen year old. Yes, but I think I maybe need it. to update that because it is is about fifteen years old now. <laughs> yeah, but also the nineties are coming back and stuff. That's right true. Now, that's so true. I feel like that's if nothing else, it's on point, precisely. Yeah. Okay, but skipping forward to like yeah. a nicer moment, the moment the guitar fell uh, in the diner, mm-hmm. revealing that one quote, full body chills every single time. I don't know what it is, but I literally wanted to burst into tears. <laughs> Never let the fear of striking out keep, keep you from, from playing, playing the game. game. When that oh. happens, oh, it just gets me in the soul, man. Right in the soul. Yeah. Well, suddenly he's not too cool to talk to her at the diner. And I noticed he was stirring his black coffee with a spoon, stirring nothing into the coffee. That was about seven scenes ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> what scene are we on? This was. This is right before she goes and moves in with Rhonda and goes and tells oh, off Fiona. You guys and goes, fast. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still looking at zigzag side parts, and you guys are like plot, plot, plot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> She's about to go confront him at the big, big game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and her, getting back to that monologue, so good. It's yeah. cheesy. It's so good. Does Does anyone know the specific line? Um, the entire monologue. I, I don't know. Or do you line. mean like the, 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 the waiting for you is like waiting for water in this drought, useless and disappointing. Ouch. That was a serve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she walks away, and it was really she, hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> she called Chad Michael Murray useless and disappointing in his own locker room, yeah. surrounded by fifty Ballers. other dudes. That's Baller a move. move. <laughs> Yeah. But then when she leaves and Carter gives her a big hug, Ooh. oh my God, I love him. He's just like a, I just want to hug him too. Ooh. He's so sweet. No, what? see, I wrote down that this this is problematic. Why? This is the point where I wrote down Katrina keeps gesturing really frustrated. Yeah, so <laughs> this is an unpopular opinion because I know you think it's really sweet and like they go, but he knows how painful the situation is for her. And he's like, I really wanted to go watch the game. And she's like, okay, I can handle it. And you think, okay, like he's really into football. That's why he wants to do it. She has to explain football to him. He yeah. does, he's not a fan. So he is putting her through this like turmoil to go watch this game that she clearly can't handle. Um, and it was kind of a selfish move. And then she gets up and she's like, you know what? I can't handle it. And he's like, you know what? I'll tell you how it ends. He doesn't even go with her. He's just yeah. like, okay. He should have gone with he her. He should have gone with but her. But that wouldn't have worked out because she needed to be by herself so she could kiss Chad Michael Murray. I get the plot. And she like, was really oddly ready for that kiss being a 15-year-old. And yeah. I wrote down like, this oh. must have been before the no tongue rule in Hollywood. Oh, Because they yeah. were going at it. There's a lot of tongue. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it makes me even more, all the more uncomfortable that he was much, so much older than her. Yeah. Which is unfortunately they, very common, but. They didn't date, did they? I, I mean, that so. would have been illegal, but. I mean, yeah. at some point, I bet they probably did. Well, well I think it was after the kiss and the whole plot kind of wraps up that Carter goes, ah, you got to love high school. <laughs> you do said, not. Said not one <laughs> single soul in the history of no. the world. So the moral, <laughs> moral of the story is that kissing ends droughts. That's what I got out of this. Yeah. As soon as they started kissing. I missed that day in school, but this movie taught me. So, so well, we've learned two things about kissing the past couple weeks. Number one, just my luck. Kissing apparently changes your luck around and therefore your life entirely. You know You're right. Number two, kissing and ends droughts. droughts. So I guess everyone should kiss more. <laughs> yeah, someone get, kiss. Out, get us out of this drought, please. So I'm getting my, my flat tires in 100 degree weather. Wait, sorry. Hold on. One more thing about the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. I 
completely forgot about the whole thing at the end, how it ended up, the will, her finding the dad's will. Mm-hmm. And then it go, it recaps and like it looks at everyone's lives and how they've changed. Hers is going great. Fiona's and the stepsisters are going to shit. And then they <laughs> try to make it look like Carter is also doing great by showing that he booked one singular commercial. <laughs> Yeah. Anything is possible if you just believe. I was like, oh, his life has turned around because he booked one acne fixing <laughs> commercial. That's how it works, guys, right? You book a commercial and you're famous? Oh, probably, let me tell you. Non-union yeah. buyout, too. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's probably non-union and <laughs> great exposure, but no no pay. Just meals. Oh, my God. Just Sorry. Great networking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so that was a Cinderella story. That was a Cinderella story. And I have some some fun facts about it. Let's hear it. Uh, it got a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my God. Critics. That is a crime. What? From the audience, it got a 53, but that means it's still rotten. Wow. Oh, that wow. is a crime. A lot of campy reviews, but that's, that's what it was. Um, some fun facts that you might like, Rachel. Oh. Rupert Grint won the role of Austin Ames originally, but <gasps> had to drop out due to commitments with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That is Wait. weird. I know. That would not have worked. No. That I'm sorry. I is a hard no. I love Rupert Grint. Yep. I love him. I will die on that hill. I love Daniel Radcliffe more. Um, and Tom Felton. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably equally between the three of them. But- that would not have worked. He's not like a hottie. No, no. By any means. Work. That's just not who he is. That's no. not his character. He was just like the biggest, prob- one of the bigger names during that time period. Totally. Like, totally. This will draw numbers. Yeah. He, uh, well, also another Harry Potter-ish fact is in Samantha's bedroom by her bed are Harry Potter books. Harry Potter lived in a closet under the stairs similar to Samantha living in the attic and both <gasps> characters are orphans. I just got full body chills. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I knew Rachel would appreciate that. I love that so much. Wow, wow, wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Get down. Say it. Uh, all right, I can go. I have a confession. Um, it is a recent confession. So as I mentioned earlier in the pod, uh, I went to a Fox party yesterday on the Fox lot. Um, and they told us that we could walk around the lot. No one was going to you know, tell us to go away at a certain point in time um, and that they weren't monitoring us. So like, oh, yeah, <laughs> blows it wide open. <laughs> so like peruse the lot at your leisure. And I am wearing heels, high heels that I was like, I can last in these for a couple hours if I'm standing. But if I have to walk. <clears throat> so I after taking my this a group of us went on this little self-made tour of the fox lot and about five studios in um i have to take off my shoes and walk around i love this visual los angeles back lot with my shoes in hand just being like because i wasn't not gonna walk around the lot like they gave us free reign and i'm just gonna i'm that person i love the fox lot um so i just had the most disgusting feat at the end of this because it is an active lot. Um, so my confession is that uh, I just walked around a back lot barefoot for at least 45 minutes yesterday and um, I don't regret it at all. I wouldn't either. Mm. It's, it's giving very like Carrie from Sex and the City, like heels in one hand, cigarette yeah. yes. in the other. And yes. barefoot. I had to yeah. bum someone a cigarette, bum a cigarette off of someone. Yeah. I didn't light it or anything. I just, you know, for effect for myself. It was an extra in like a giraffe costume. <laughs> yeah. You got a light, bro. <laughs> He's the Toy Affleck standing behind. One of the, He's the Toys R Us giraffe. He just doesn't have a lot of work these days. So oh. he's just. <laughs> <laughs> it all went wrong, man. Oh, oh shit. I don't have any like from this week. So I'll just pull one out of my past. I feel like I might have to do the same. Yeah. Oh, well. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't want to steal your story. Say it out loud. Say it. Uh, okay. Well, it was my friend's birthday last night, and we went out, but I didn't want to drink. But I did want to make his night <laughs> by doing a shot with him. So I ordered him a shot of tequila, and I shot water, and he didn't know. That's just, he was so excited to do a shot That sounds like me. something I would do. That's I just like strategic, that. man. Like that. That is, that's thinking outside the box. And I even like, used the lime afterwards as if I really needed it. Because <laughs> you're a good actor. Um, I am. What's yours, that's Mom? That's good. Um, okay, if I'm like just pulling a random one from <laughs> my past. 
that I was talking about in the car, actually. No, oh, I was going to tell you guys, but I didn't tell you yet. Um, okay, here's a random confession. Um, when I was, <laughs> like, I don't know, probably, like, a tween tween years at some point, my little sister kept stealing my body wash, and we had a thing where she I, she would not stop stealing my things, and it was so aggravating. So I, <laughs> I tried to hide it and everything. She still would find it and steal it. So it was, like, a white color, so I replaced it with cottage cheese dressing. <laughs> oh! Yeah, no. I, I cheese dressing is yeah. that what you just said yeah it was like a what? blue cheese cottage it was disgusting <gasps> why would they make such <laughs> a thing cottage cheese in that's general. no for I, me dog i feel like i have a cottage cheese phobia it's she moved out shortly after oh my god yeah prankster so, so that was a Cinderella story. That was a Cinderella story. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Millennial Drama Queen Pod. And please rate and subscribe wherever you're listening. This podcast is brought to you by Mastermind Media. Mastermind Media.